Alright, gamers are on the game. <coughs> we Testing. are live. We're live? Live radio here. Welcome. Mike is hot. Um, I, in a good spot. I think I, I think I missed uh, Ray, so what, epi- what episode are we on? Uh, I have no idea. I think zero, 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 one, five. Would be one, yeah, six. Six. Oh, I think we're on six. I think we're on six. Yep, I think we're on six. At, I think you just baited me. Yeah, I did. I did, but as soon as you said that, oh I remember gosh. posting it, and then that's number one. Yeah, you, you failed. Feel... You failed. Um, zero 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 one six episode sixteen. We're coming to you with a Sadie double feature. Um, we're going to recap the Japanese Grand Prix, Grand Prix, and oh, the U.S. Are. Grand Prix. So, a uh, very special edition. Let's kick it off. It's been a while. What has everybody been up to? John, why don't you take us away? Mm. Around the horn. Uh, okay. I don't remember what I did two weekends ago. Didn't get your hair cut. No, not yet. But <laughs> I mean... <laughs> uh, that's coming on Halloween, actually. Halloween. Party. Is that the final cut for the yes, wedding? Yes, it wow. is. Wow. <laughs> a lot of pressure. Uh, this past weekend, I was in Newport, Rhode Island. Um, Newport National, played 18. Bougie. Uh... Nice dinners, but, you know. Uh, uh, what? What'd you shoot? Ninety-four. Oh, mm-hmm. respectable. Yeah, it's a hard course. How many mulligans? No. no, no. <laughs> these two, we played uh, these two older guys, and um, <laughs> I think they were very skeptical about playing with the female at first. They, they weren't happy about it. I could, I could not tell. happy. I could tell. They oh didn't say God. anything. This is Trump's America. Yeah, exactly. And but, they were, and they were horrible. Well, they're so I. I so it's, they, it's gonna they sound, saw your long hair. What they think of Liz? Yeah. <laughs> Two chicks playing together. Um, <laughs> so I tee off first because they're talking shop, and they're like, "Go ahead, son." And I was like, "Okay." And I knew. Wait, I, did, what, what's the age here? Uh, Sixty to seventy. Did Entire. they actually call you son? Some like something like that. I don't know, boy. Boy. Not boy. <laughs> But no. Then I I don't I wow. I stripe my drive yeah, of course right. <laughs> seriously yeah. I stripe it and these two both need to take two off the front because they put it into the into the long stuff they couldn't find it so then after that then Liz hits a pretty nice drive and then we're off to the races so then they uh, then they relax yeah, and then on the second tee we find out the guy was actually BC guy and all is oh, of course yeah. and then he buys his beer so I would uh, say I, the, I know what you did two weekends ago you played a wonderful round of golf oh. on uh, Kauai yeah. <laughs> my bachelor party Kiowa uh, was the other Kiowa. guy from Colgate <laughs> no you, they're, uh, he's I think a he's York a Bowden man <laughs> Colby guy <laughs> Rob's 10th uh, Oh yeah, and then two weekends ago we had an awesome bachelor party uh, in South Carolina, Charleston. Stays in South Carolina. What happens in South Carolina? Stays in South Carolina. I'm a little rusty. I'm a little rusty. That's me. Nothing happened. Yeah, that's me in a nutshell. We went on a death march. I don't know if we want to talk about that, but some people like walks hungover and hot some people don't so <laughs> anyway everybody was fully informed about how long the walk would be which directions we'd be traveling and for how many blocks which quarter of <laughs> Charleston we'd be <laughs> traversing um shall I go yeah, go yeah please Run the so also at the bachelor party two, two weeks prior um this last weekend uh shout out Dave and Pam Sabo loyal listeners of the pod they were in town uh, helping with my new fireplace, looking great. A couple finishing touches left, but that that's that's looking good. Carolyn said it had to be done by her birthday. She's a bit of a diva, so demanded it. Wow! I said, okay, we'll get it done. Um, and is that her birthday present for many years to come? <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. A lot of work went into that. 
A lot of work. John saw, you know, how the sausage was made there, I think. I solved, actually, I probably played the most important role. John Andrew fixed the Andrew couldn't TV. get the remote to work, so I... Yeah, I that would have ruined that. probably the entire project, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very good. It needed batteries. No, it, the... The cable box is hidden, yeah. so you needed a little uh, infrared receiver thing on, on the TV. Oh, yeah. And John figured out how to make That's it work, neat. so... Yeah. Anyway. Good work. Tech guy. Tech, young tech money. Yep. Speaking of tech, that's my big news is that now I'm in the tech world. I'm working in the cloud, I think. What they say. <laughs> Cybersecurity. Uh, you're a narc at a tech company. <laughs> I can wear jeans to work. I mean, well, welcome I, to the 21st century, <laughs> I, I can wear shorts to work no, you if can. I want. Yeah, everyone except the sales floor. What size shirt are you wearing right now? <laughs> this is a medium, but it's an no, orbit. it's not. It's an Orvis. Orvis medium is very Yeah. Made for burly men. Made for old men with pot bellies. Yeah. Burly men. Okay, and I wouldn't say they're burly. You'll grow into it. That's a winter shirt. I think it'll be nice in the winter. Okay. Well, uh, so day two there. <laughs> so rattled. It's great. They have a beer card on Fridays. That was Seems old. really casual. Just found What's out. What's their bathroom situation? Yeah, what They have the... one. Stalls are floor to ceiling? Uh, yeah. Wow. Really? <laughs> yeah. So you can't oh, see God. the person's foot? Next to you? No. Okay, so, so not side to side, they are floor to ceiling. Front, back, that's they're very, very tall, but there's probably a f- nine inches of clearance. That's very odd. I think that's probably good so you can see if someone's in there, but while you're in the stall, people can't see your feet. Correct? Yeah. Guys, I'm really rattled on my own bathroom situation. It's, it's, well, it's horrible. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I am triggered. That. I mean, when I was when I was unemployed for three weeks, I have to say I wasn't regular because. Oh my gosh! Oh, mm-hmm. uh, here we go. <laughs> the bell you know, I, are who wrong. wants to take the time on their own time to go poo? I certainly don't. So it's a it's a traditionally been a work we activity. Need for me. We, need, <laughs> we need an explicit rating now for this podcast. Yeah. Number two, please. Well, so everything is going much more smoothly now that I'm employed. Yes. That's true. You know, what that's, a relief! Thank God. Happy to report. Oh, Keep us posted on that. Yeah, please update the listeners on that. <laughs> so I'll, I have to leave with my bathroom situation now. New office. <laughs> couple. What are we turning? Couple into? months in. <laughs> Here's the worst part of it. Everyone wears their little badges on their hip. You can just see a, a face and a name when you walk into that bathroom. How high the, are those? Why oh. do you wear the badges on the hip? Where Where do you wear them? You have to need them ever. You need them to go to the bathroom. Put them in your pocket. I put mine in my pocket. Yeah. Everyone else just lets it dangle right at the right at the pocket. So when they drop their trowel, you see their name oh and face. Gosh. Well, here's the, here's their big issue. I don't think you should be Savage. letting your trowel drop down around your ankles. I would what always are you doing mine up. It has to hover. I always keep mine up around my knees. What? Keep yes, a you keep a certain tension between the lateral legs. pressure to keep the pants up. <laughs> I don't. I don't let my pants touch the floor. Grant, obviously. Obviously. That, I, I that, that, that would be. You had to burn those pants. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's. But, I mean, having them above your knees. That's that's crazy at, too. At your knees. Rob is not saying above the knees. <laughs> that would be. That also. All would right. Be. We'll, we'll put a picture in the show notes. <laughs> Um, last past weekend, I went to Nantucket to celebrate the one-year anniversary with the misses. Wow. No one thought you'd make it. But a lovely year. Lovely year. Congrats to Becky Mitchell. Becky Bryan. And you have some roommates right now? Uh, yeah. We have some out-of-towners, some family friends that kind of invited themselves over. Oh, and uh, no one's happy about this. 
Are they going to listen to this? Hopefully nope. they don't find this pod. Well, they're happy. They're happy. <laughs> no, they're very happy. <laughs> Becky and I are quite unhappy. Should we bleep this out? <laughs> no. Please. No, just carry on. Um, they, to question, do they eat dinner with you? How does that work? No, we've, we've been avoiding home. I mean, you don't go home. Wait, I'm not you gonna... abandon your home to not... them? I'm hoping to go over to John's after this for like an extra hour. Oh, oh my do they have keys? Do you need to sleep here? Yeah, we key. No, I mean, we have to What do they do up. for dinner? I don't know. Probably eat his food. We, <laughs> yeah. didn't, we didn't want to be on the hook for cooking them dinner, so we don't want to go home. What a wild dinner. situation this is. Yeah. I, this when is are they leaving? Thursday. Don't oh. go fall in love with it, Clark. It's only That's Tuesday. what you're about to have. I guess yeah. it's only Tuesday, huh? <laughs> <laughs> They're leaving Thursday during the day, so just two nights. Do they two think, nights. You think they think it's weird that you guys are not going home at all? No, it runs I don't in care. The, it they runs know, in the family. They know the deal. Yeah, they know I, I hope we're sending a message. They that know they're get out of here. You're yeah. avoiding them. Oh, I would. Know How that. bizarre! I have met this. Becky doesn't like her. I've met her once oh, in my life. We definitely bleep this out. No. Excuse me. Why? <laughs> why are they even in your house? Why would they feel comfortable? They're asking? Mitchell. Nope. Nobody with any social skills would ever ask. <laughs> Where are they from? Miami. You know, I didn't know how small Miami was. Population wise. Miami did. It's mm. like under four hundred thousand people. Anyway, I'm really struggling with this issue. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrible. I, yeah, Pittsburgh I is the number sixty-three largest city in America. It's Pittsburgh. That seems it's small. It's not fake. Yeah, that news. seems small. Look it up. Not fake news. You, are you, are you, you to be larger? It to be bigger? I thought it was be way larger. Oh uh, yeah, me too. Where's that? Yeah, it's small. I think Akron may be bigger. What? Most likely. Anyway, all right. Let's get into the Formula <laughs> One topics. Um, we're gonna solve the population issues. Here. <laughs> yeah. Show notes for those. Um, hey, as I mentioned, <laughs> double, <laughs> double feature episode. So we didn't uh, so we didn't hard. podcast after Life got Japanese. Busy. Yeah, Life got busy. Sometimes Let's just say the, the, the bachelor party really had a little bit of a couple day hangover. So Tough mood day. Um, anybody uh, have any? Oh, we have some mixed nuts toast, coming in here. Oh my gosh! Um, anybody have any notes on the Japanese Grand Prix? This is the one where Vettel came out. He was in second. He lost power very quickly. Had to retire. Verstappen almost passed Hamilton in the last few laps. Um, but yeah. otherwise, mm, kind of a whole home race. Andrew, please. Yeah, I would say very disappointing. Obviously, as a Ferrari fan, but also totally expected. Not surprised at all. That would be my quick. Analysis of what happened to them. I thought it was a pretty boring race, but I did think that it showed like a real resurgence by Red Bull. Verstappen looks really good, and I, mean, I have to say he looks better than Ricardo. And I like Ricardo, and I don't like Verstappen. It pains me to say oh. it, but Verstappen is looking like a fourth, and so is Red Bull. What don't you like about Verstappen? Yeah, good question. Um. Ricardo has a very certain likability to him. An effervescence. Uh, he's smiling. Verstappen seems a little like a whiny brat to me. Wow. Oh my I, God. Uh, we did not invite Will as a guest speaker, Will, so please keep it down off stage. I, I would say if someone says to me they don't like Verstappen, that's like someone saying they don't like Fernando Alonso. It's like you're not a you're not a F1 fan to me. Wow. I agree. He's a very good driver. He's great for the sport. He's the best Agreed. thing that's happened to the sport. Agreed. Yeah. You know what? Hamilton's a great driver. I don't like Hamilton. I have a crazy take. I like Hamilton now. After, after the U.S. <laughs> Grand Prix. 
Well, he loves America. He loves America John, more than Trump loves he, America. He loves impossible. Yeah, that's, one, that's impossible. He loves every city he goes to. No, he he calls America his second home. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Every city he goes to, these are the best fans of the world. And you have to talk this half me a back, please. <laughs> he, he vacations in Colorado all the time. You guys don't know what you're talking about. So. I need to tell the world. I, he still pulls his usual antics when he's, we're getting ahead of ourselves, when he's up on the podium and he goes to Usain Bolt, hey bro, gotta teach me the Bolt. <laughs> I, I was embarrassed for him. Yeah, he's but lame. We will get to the U.S. Grand Prix in a minute. Um, I'd like to go back to Andrew, you, you said the Japanese Grand Prix. Yeah. I think there's a trend here. Ferrari comes out with a very good car, but they can't keep up with others and everybody else's improvements. Renault, I would say, has a history of starting out very slowly and really improving towards the end of the year. I think both teams need to figure out something to fix that. You said Renault. Do you mean the engine or Red Bull? The engine manufacturer. Yeah, I think the engine that they supply to both teams. Because even Renault is finishing consistently top 10 now. The chassis is great. Well, Sainz finished best of the rest in the latest race. But I think that Red Bull acknowledged that they made it a aero mistake with their chassis at the beginning of the year and that they've made great strides on the aero side uh, the Renault engine seems about where it was at the beginning of the season to me oh I, I that's I, a heavy accusation I really disagree but I, 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 really, I really, really agree, agree. Yeah. All right. yeah I, I think um, I agree with you I think Ferrari kind of comes out hot they have made some improvements over the offseason and then it's just everyone they, I mean they got to the point where they were competitive with Mercedes and then during the season, it's just everyone catches up and they basically lose all of their competitive advantage. And it seems like they don't make any progress where all the other teams do make some strides. And I wonder what that is. Why? I think it might be a pressure thing. Yeah. I mean, it's constant yeah, Sergio Marchione or whatever his name is. A lot of pressure. Yeah. I, I think they open a few too many Chiantis. You know? Oh, yeah. Could it be a cultural thing? Yeah. Where's, where's Andrew, where's the uh, Ferrari... Base in Italy because we know. Maranello. I believe Maranello. it's right near um, Milano. Is that near? The, <laughs> oh. no. Is that near the hill? It's it, no, no. That's no, the industrial powerhouse. I was gonna, I was gonna cast aspersions on Southern Italians. I, oh wow! Oh, easy. Whoa. Oh my gosh! I was going to, but now I'm not. Let me fact check that. But I believe it's up near Milano. Mm-hmm. That's near the Alps. <laughs> they, they just had a non-binding uh, vote for more autonomy. What are we these ones? Milan. Everyone, wa- everyone yeah. wants their own thing. Well, well, it was uh, the, the Milan province. It's my badge. Wow, this is so, so lame. I, so I don't go. I well, don't, I where's don't, your badge? To be honest with you, I was a little bit off. It's in between Florence and Milano. Oh, a little um, bit, dude. That's still northern. Pretty close to Bologna, but yeah, it's northern for sure. That's where Bologna comes from. Yeah. Hmm. Merle, Which is what I would call Ferrari. Merle loves Bologna. <laughs> Who doesn't like Bologna? New news. Uh, all right, like all right. So, uh, Japan was whatever. For the record, Annie does not like blonde. Oh my gosh! All right, um, Japan. Eh, hats were good. Yeah, but. yeah. Japan again. Racetrack, awesome. Fans, amazing. Race. Eh. Yeah. So U.S. Grand Prix. Who wants to lead us off? I'd like to do a little segue. Oh boy. Actually, sorry. I know. Too late. No take backs. Um, Edit that out. A lot of drivers say that the Japanese Grand Prix is the most technically demanding course of the year. They love the course. After watching the, the watching the race on Sunday, I have to say Coda looks to be an exceptionally but you uh, watched it Monday. Exciting. Well, <laughs> outed, outed, outed on Mike. 
American after exceptionalism. Watching, after watching the U.S. Grand Prix, whenever I watched it, I think that course is more demanding. Now I'm not an F1 driver yet, but it yeah. looked more it demanding to me. Tough. Yeah, I think you're. I think they have amazing camera angles on those S curves, and you see them going back and forth, and you're just wowed by that. I'm willing to listen to the listen to the pundits here. Actually, it wasn't that that impressed me. It's the uh, the f- sector three where they have the double apex right hander. And <laughs> they're the just blind like, left turn. As a top That's of a crazy, turn one, yeah. yeah. Crazy. Turn. I mean, a lot of really cool, impressive. And they're pulling five Gs. Yeah, the, I was gonna say the turn one with that uphill. I mean, no, it looks amazing. The five Gs are on the S's. Yeah, the S's. Sure. I mean, every and they have a huge tailwind at one turn and a headwind at another. So turn. should we then tell the drivers? Double that, helix? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Genome sequence. <laughs> should we tell the drivers this is actually a cooler track? I, I think we should make our voices heard. I think the drivers say it's a really cool track. I think they like it. Good. How great was Will Buxton? He's on fire. Did you guys watch the pre? No. Oh. If you have, still have it on DVR, watch the pre-show. Give me a little, give me a little sympathy. He was going all over the place like crazy. Oh, when, he's, when he's running, pre yeah. race, yeah, I love it. We've that. been saying this for weeks. He was with an IndyCar The driver. most impressive thing, yeah. I don't care if you're watching NFL or you're watching F1, the most impressive thing you'll see is him in that before yeah. the race. You should have seen him next to Usain Bolt. Hilarious. So how tall is Usain Bolt? Six, seven. Really tall. He's six, oh my God. I had no idea. Six, seven? I think so. Sprinters aren't traditionally tall. tall like that, are they? No. Longer legs. Yeah. What? Gazelle. Uh, quick, quick side note. What's your favorite nut? We're doing a. I like these. We didn't do our sports. What are these? Guys. Cashews. Cashews. That's a cashew. Well, All right. Pistachio yeah. is amazing. Let's do a quick sponsor. We have uh, Kirkland. Cost, Co- Kirkland brand unsalted mixed premium nuts. We have Rough Rider rye whiskey. And we have. Um, Dales. Dale's Pale Ale. I think walnut is is walnut. Oh yeah, I love a good I walnut. I think there is a walnut. Rich, yeah, there's walnut. Right there, that's a that's an egg. That's old, yes, yeah, that's, that's a walnut. Favorite. Oh, tremendous! You do not get better than that. Call me crazy, but just stick me with a regular old almond. I oh oh crazy. <laughs> I like Brazil nuts <laughs> actually. Brazil, Brazil. They're, they're not even. These are not in here. <laughs> what's in Brazil nuts? It's gigantic and ugly and oh really good. dry. All right, so move on. I like to talk about an issue. I think I'm starting to notice qualifying, qualifying, quality. So it, what prompted me to this uh, to talk about this was the right. NBC <laughs> sports guys. Um, they were mentioning how Hulkenberg had this huge track penalty, and therefore he wasn't even willing to go out versus during P3 or Q3. Sorry, and they kind of said that's a shame. These drivers should always be on track. That we're good. Sorry for the for me and anybody else who might be uninformed. <laughs> what was the penalty for? Engine penalty. Engine penalty. Yeah, he was like dropping twenty grid spots. So it's like we've we've made it high as we can go. Let's save some tires. Mm. So they're that, saying it's a is that legal. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, I think Red Bull has done this the past two races. They go out during Q Q two. They set their fast lap, and you know how everyone comes into the pits for adjustments. Yes. Red Bull just never comes back out. And I think it's genius. Why would you come back out if you're sitting in the top five as Red Bull? Nobody's going to pass you. In this Q1? Is Q3? No, Q2. You've already yeah, yeah. set your like, top five. You're right behind Mercedes well, and... and yeah, I agree with well, that. Well, I guess they could, but... Well, like, so why why is Mercedes going back out? Why are they wasting tires? Because they, they have to race on these tires. Uh, 
I mean, because, it's a gamble not going because back if out. You're not, if, because if other teams make an adjustment, they figure something out, and you don't make it to Q3, you are going to be just castigated. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, they make one really good lap, and I think that's good enough, but that is a gamble, right? I, I think what's... Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think... But I think what this is kind of suggesting what's really cool about F1 is the... All, the strategy, even with that, is like... It, it goes on all weekend. It's not just race day. It's mind games. Constant mind you games. You gotta get the other team... The garage drunk and stuff, I bet. You know? Buying them yeah, shots. Yeah, like the camp <laughs> that you were talking about earlier. Who yeah, knows? Right. Well, I think Red Bull's onto something here. And I think Mercedes should have... Someone should have been doing this. Do you think this is... I know we've only... What, how many years? Four or five years now? We've been watching it well, I've been 20. 10 to yeah, 20. good. You, yep. You've been obviously two decades, but... Yeah. Do you think this is common to this couple last couple years where there are five or six cars that are just locked in and yeah. in other years it, it could be a total crapshoot and you don't know? I think so. That's a good question. I always think there are front runners in the, I do in the years. Do you guys know about this? the U.S. Grand Prix debacle? In, no. two, in uh, 2005, I think. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah, we wrote about it in last year's newsletter. Oh, Moment oh, in history. Oh my god. Every car, all but six cars, had to retire in the first lap. They didn't have to. They did on purpose. The tires were gonna. If they went over X miles per hour, they're gonna like explode or something like that. And that, that would and, be. And the six cars that had the good tires back when they had two different tire makers, they all raced. Yeah. Why Bridgestone did they have two tire makers? And how did they different, select different rules back then? It was like gear. They were, Yeah, you could you could you team could up with a tire maker. Tire. So it's like a constructor. You like wow, you make a variable. decision. Yeah, big yeah. tire. I think we should get back to that. Oh my god, be sweet. Yeah, get Dunlop, sweet. get Dunlop in no, there. Get, get Goodyear. Uh, Pirelli, come on, keep it going. That, they, that's an Italian company. They need to keep. Let's get Goodyear, American, <laughs> American rubber. <laughs> All right. Uh, does anybody want to get into the actual issues of the Grand, U.S. Grand Prix? Yeah. Should we yeah, start with absolutely. the big, the big one? I thought should it was. Should we say the results? First? I thought it was one of the best races you, of the year. You want to go? If not oh, the best. I thought it was awesome. I watched it. Do you want to say how? We, I watched it a day late. Full disclosure. So did I. Let's lay our cards on the table. John already added John. me. Yeah, John. I, would, I was going to watch it live. I oh went over to gosh. Andrew and Carolyn's to help with their construction I know what's going to happen here. I texted Andrew. I said, hey, I said, I'm, I'm leaving at 3. Are you recording the race? I was. Race starts at 3, by the way, if people don't know. Andrew said, yes. I get there. There are table saws going off. There are vacuums <laughs> going off. And then Jeez. cherry on top. The cable box is unplugged, so it's oh. not recording. But but here's the thing: the next day, it shows up in my DVR, recorded. It was in the cloud then. I, I don't know. So I watched it at about eight. Yeah, that's PM why. That's on me. That's on me. Um, I think I deserve the most dedicated award here. Mm-hmm. Traveling back from my fancy boy vacation in Nantucket, got home at seven thirty. Made dinner, watched the Patriots, and then I was up until 1.30 a.m. watching this race. That's so I had pretty to good. I, I would say that's still number two in terms of dedicated watcher to my first race of the year, which I said till 3 a.m. Oh, great. Anyway, okay, yes, yes. I thought we were talking about it this weekend. Not, neither here today. <laughs> <laughs> I, watched so with, watch. I watched with Carolyn last night, and she th- I think she, she agreed with you. It was super exciting. Wow. Yeah. I, would, I would say we, not as good as the Azerbaijan. That one was crazy. Yes. Where but this was a good, this was a good yeah, one. This, one, was really this good. one seemed more racy. That seemed, that had a lot of incidents and a lot of drama. But this one seemed like there was just great racing going on. Should we do the results? Yeah. I got to say, I think Liz loves F1 now. Oh. 
all in. Huge Will Buxton fan. And the she? intro, yeah. Wow. And then she you goes, watch yourself. Yeah. She goes, no, she said, some of these drivers are very handsome. Oh my <laughs> oh, gosh. Wow. It was the, uh, oh, it was the Renault team, well, Hulkenberg and, um, He's a good Science, man. and Science came wow. out. Wow. Yeah, I know. Man, that's a good looking team. For sure. And then I was like, oh, wait for, like, uh, the Toro guys to come out. Nah. Oh, you mean because they're not attractive? Yeah, exactly. They're the ugliest team. <laughs> <on the planet. laughs> I know. I think Grosjean Magnussen is pretty That's good. That's pretty good. Grosjean yeah. has his yeah. good and bad days. All right, so let's get to the results. I've got a Grosjean story. <laughs> All right. I've got a Grosjean story from this race. Okay. Well, the results. So we go, let's do top ten real quick. Lewis Hamilton, one. Vettel, two. Kimi, three. Two for Asterisk. Boo. <clears throat> Max Verstappen four, Botas five, Ocon six, Sainz seven. Oh, so Ocon was best of the rest. Perez eight, Felipe Massa nine, and Daniel Kafiad. Oh wow! Rounding out the top ten. I didn't know he got points. So, and I would give a one snap for Stroll and eleven. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. I have to say that um, so Vettel was started two and got a great start and passed Hamilton at the first turn. Yeah, hammer time. Took him a co- after a couple laps he lost it using DRS pass against him and then he could never get it back. 20 miles per hour. Uh, Vettel Golf. did an un- did Golf. Vettel went for the two stopper tire strategy. Yeah. Hamilton went to one stopper. Uh, so that that was a little interesting. Uh, what I wanted to say and I'll let somebody else talk about the the Vettel Raikkonen Verstappen Botas Melee, and then Mirage. at the end, um, but at the Grosjean came in the radio. Oh, there he is! Did he even finish? Oh my gosh! He did. What a point this is! He came in 14th, and he came in and said, "Like, oh my my uh, left front tire is really really worn. I want to come in." And the team radio back to him was, "Shut up!" Are you serious? Yes. Well, they're gonna and fire then, him though. And then he came back and said, "Like." I don't mean to complain. If you want me to stay out, I will. And they said, good, stay out. Finish the race. So he's done. Yeah, that sounds like a bad relationship. They, he's off the team. And he also had uh, like a, uh, something on his helmet that said, like, no whiner or no whining. Yeah. Because he has a reputation for whining. I, I, he <laughs> a seems, Frenchman whiner. Yeah. He seems toxic Shocking. at this point. My, ba- my baguette is not crisp enough kind of thing. He said, he's a whiner. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah I'm, they need an American driver in there. I don't for the brand. He's, he's not good. Oh, I mean, that would be there, great. Are there any American F1 drivers yes. in the pipe? Ah, uh, Merle. Yeah, besides Merle. Yeah, they well, have some. They, they, had, they used to have the IndyCar driver that used to drive, uh, Will Stevens. Oh, yeah. yeah, true. Okay. All right, so how about a Mexican driver? I'd love a Mexican driver. Chico. Sure. Uh, Sergio. I, I, heard that, I heard that. Oh, get him, you mean. Yeah, get him. Oh, on Haas. Oh, yeah. Get him on Haas. That'd be, yeah, that'd be a nice payday. Um, let's just quickly address it. Championship, it's over, so right? It's done. Yeah, I mean, Pretty Hamilton cool has tonight. to be has to DNF like every race for Vettel to win. So do not finish. Did not finish. Raikkonen takes him out. I Will thought this was finish. a. I thought this was a better fight than last year, even though last year technically came down to the last race, just because it was inter-team. I mean, outside the team. Agreed. Um, really, I have to give. Ferrari, very nicely done. I think they kept it, gave us a good good year overall for the championship. It's a shame that it's over and we're watching three more races, but that without any kind of bite. But um, I'm excited to see what Ferrari and Rebel can do in the last couple of races. I mean, I got to be honest, I'm disappointed with Ferrari. I mean, they came out hot and they totally screwed up. So they, this could have been one of the greatest seasons of all time, I think. 
Alright, so didn't we have a really tight race until Malaysia where Vettel had... No, Singapore, sorry. We went to Singapore, Vettel crashed himself out. You gotta that finish was his the bad. season. What happened in Malaysia to Vettel? I thought the, the, he, he had bad uh, oyster. What, the downfall no. <laughs> started in... Uh, wasn't the Italian Grand Prix? No, they were within seven points at Singapore. When was Arriva Mene arrested? <laughs> fake news. <laughs> no, that's right. not fake news. It, it was a combination of crashes, retirements, and just they they lost they, their magic. They lost some power on races, and it was just I, the three of those. I don't just think. so they were they were expected to win at Singapore. They had yes. two crashed. two out of the three f- front positions, and Vettel was on pole, right. and he crashed himself out. Yes, it was mostly his fault. I think we all agree. Yes. Uh, yes. So that put him in a little bit of a hole, and then in Malaysia, I think he had a pow- an engine failure, so and then I think in Japan he had an engine failure. Yeah, so the team crumbled. But it wasn't. It, it, you go from a seventeen. Charlie point makes lead. it sound like Ferrari doesn't know how to develop a car, and I'm just saying it was a really. Hey, well, they don't know how to maintain a car. Yeah, they're coming out with new power units that are now failing from a reliability standpoint. That's, that's an issue. I mean, so if you're having spark plug issues, that sounds like a yeah, fundamental what's, problem. What's Hamilton up right now? Points? Anyone else? It's like 74. Maybe, so maybe not that he much. He was down by it. 17, and now he's up by 40. I'll check. That's crazy. Yeah, I'll check. It's quite a swing. So, I, don't, I forget what happened. What have you done for me lately? I forget what happened in Malaysia, but in, in Japan, he had this spark plug issue. Um, so he crashed. It, Combination of mental errors and and mechanical errors. Oh, frog! <laughs> Will's dressed like a frog right Good now. Frog. <laughs> Looks like he took a bath. Um, and then this race, I think he was just either outdriven. Hamilton might be a better driver, or out. Well, actually, I think he was outpaced. I think he lost well, his nerve. You think he was outpaced? The Ferraris beat Botas. So, so, right so, I, so I wanted to bring okay. that up because I think it's clear watching that race, I, I think that, let's just take a little recap here. Vettel was two, starting off, uh, Hamilton won, great start, beat him to the first turn in first for I think about, I want to say four or five laps, maybe seven at the most. It's generous. Hamilton got in DRS and just, like, there's nothing Vettel could do. Agreed. N- nothing he could do. That wasn't. He wasn't outmaneuvered. He wasn't outdriven. Uh, he was outpaced. Go ahead. Okay, but most of the races, Botas has beaten Raikkonen, and in this race, Raikkonen beat Botas fair and square. So that tells me that the Ferrari car, car is better on this track. See, I I disagree with that. I think I think Botas is in his own head at this point. Me I think too. he's in a bad mental place and is. Really been underperforming. I think the Ferrari does does cannot keep up with the Mercedes because I honestly think same car Vettel beats Hamilton majority of the time. They're pretty evenly matched, but I think Vettel is a. I'm giving the slight edge to Vettel. I go. Uh, you go ahead. I've gained. I, I will be honest. I've gained a lot of respect for Hamilton as a driver, not as a social media presence. As a driver. The last probably five or six races. I do think he's really talented. Very good. I think he's really good. Um, you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. No no debate there. <laughs> Ex number world champion. But I agree with Charlie. I think Vettel most of the time would beat Hamilton. Same car. Same exact car. 
I don't know what's going on with Botas. I think that is... I was thinking about during the race. Like, this is very interesting. Why is Raikkonen beating Biagman? I have to... I... This season has given me real pause on Vettel's kind of mental ability, which was my knock on Hamilton earlier. Um, and I think Hamilton has shown great poise this season. Yes. And I have a lot of respect for him as a driver and as the ability to keep it together. Um, I would... You know, in equal hardware, I don't know who would beat Hamilton except possibly Alonso. We, we just don't know that. <laughs> but um, Ricardo, Verstappen, <laughs> maybe Verstappen, maybe Verstappen, and Ricardo. But, uh, but I, I would put Force. I would put Hamilton, Alonso, Verstappen as the top three Kubica. drivers in no particular order. But Kubica. I want to say I think one. I agree with your point. Vettel seems like a real mental midget this year. Two. I think. He got a lot of heat for it, but Hamilton went on that little vacation prior to the British Grand Prix when all the drivers were in London doing their showcase, yep. and he got ripped apart for it, but I think that really did him a, a good service the second half of the season. Um, and the third point I'll quickly make is I think you can look at the starts to see see something about the driver. Metal is routinely making better starts than Hamilton. Yeah, so I, I agree with Charlie said. I think that... So hold on. So, wait, wait. What does that mean? You, so Vettel makes better starts, or you think he's a better, better driver? I think it's an indicator. It's okay, not like okay, back. okay. So I, I think if you'd said I have one race, right? One race, same car. Who are you picking? I'm going to take Vettel. But I think over the course of a season, the little things get to Vettel so much that I don't trust him against Hamilton for the entire for the entire season. I think you're right that Hamilton is even keeled. He's poised. Vettel, like you saw, what I keep on going back to this. He rammed Hamilton off the side in that one race. Was, was that uh, was that uh, Azerbaijan, yeah. Baku, right? Yeah. yeah like How a, can you do that? Little child. He looks like a fool. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think Vettel has lost his mental edge totally. He's not the same four-time world champion driver mentally that he used to be. Now, I do want to make this point. Vettel did not. He he finished P two. He did not earn P two. Raikkonen let him go past him. It was a team order. True, true. Team order. He he was not a P two driver this past weekend. He was gifted that position. But I think that was a tire thing. But I don't think so. So so on that issue, I don't think Vettel would have stopped for the second stop if he didn't think that he could go past his teammate on team order. So he probably would have stayed out. Uh, That's tough to say. I uh, but before I get. on the record as calling Hamilton a great driver and an, and a mental strong man. Join the club. I do want to say that last year Hamilton was a mental midget, yes. and that's why he lost to Rosberg. Yes. yes, yes, So we all have our <coughs> days. Final. Hamilton po- having one good year. Great for him. Wow. Wow. Okay, that's a about to be a four-time. Final point I want to make: um, Has anybody noticed? This question. Has anybody noticed Vettel's uh, nervous tick uh, in the podium interviews? No. He looks like he's always, like, fixing his hair right behind his hat. Like, yeah. Right in his I, ear I, and I right here. That. Yeah. Look for it next podium. It's, it's really weird. He's, he's like, on the next podium. Yeah, good point. I, 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 he has very little social skill. Yeah. He, 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 he does like, speak to He's like that. a savant type. I mean, mm. you <laughs> cannot... Yes, qu- <laughs> he, he is. You can't question his skill. He's a nerd. Yes, he's a dry, he's a race yeah. nerd. Yeah. For sure. Great question. Who's the biggest nerd in F one? Vettel. 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 Uh, by far. Yeah, probably Vettel. Vettel. 
All right, should we get to? All right, we gotta get we gotta get back on track. Let's, let's get to. Let's talk about the Verstappen penalty. Um, John, why don't you get off your opinion first? I mean, I hated it. Don't it was so can we, can, stupid. Can we just give don't a little forget back, that you're give a little background thing. on the pen? All right, so it was it was the last lap of the race, so lap fifty racing lap fifty six of U.S. Grand Prix. Uh, Verstappen was on uh, Raikkonen's heel the entire. I would say the last three laps of the race, he was right on him within a second. Within a second, uh, for many times he tried to make a couple passes, didn't work, and then on lap 56, in two turns, or maybe it was on the last, very last turn. No, I think it was three turns to go. All right, three turns to go. He makes a move. I, I would call it an inside move. Raikkonen kind of moves inside, then moves outside, and Verstappen kind of stays way inside and passes him. And if you look at it, all four of his tires are off the track, which technically is a penalty. Although I would say in the heat of the moment, he was just kind of reacting to the racing line. Uh, they finish, Verstappen's on the podium, celebrating in the champagne room, and then uh, Raikkonen kind of comes in like a psychopath, uh, oh, just kind of standing there. Yeah, standing there like a psychopath. He was sent in. He doesn't say anything. What do you want? He just—you you saw the replay. John, he was just standing there. Better Crazy. that better that the what? FIA deals with it. You'll have your turn, it. sir. <laughs> <laughs> he was standing there like a weirdo, and uh, Verstappen was given a five-second penalty for having all four wheels off the track, which everyone has done the entire weekend, and Charlie Whiting, I think it's Charlie Whiting, decides to give him a penalty for no reason. It's stupid. I don't think it was Charlie. I think it was just the race stewards. <clears throat> Who knows? Before you guys mount the defense here, I'll, I'll add into John's comments. One, I think, yeah, let's make the enforcement, enforcement of those rules universal. Other people are going off track, so let's penalize are there, them. Are there documented... I'm sure yes. you guys have researched Qualifying. It. Second point I would make Besides is... qualifying, in the race. In the race, yeah. If you go and look at... I, I wrote this up in this week's uh, Talking Track, because I had a little bit of an issue with it. If you go and look at Turn 16 on Google Maps or whatever, there's nothing to cut. It's like one car length that they've just built on the inside for no apparent reason over and they've drawn these ar arbitrary paint lines and these curbs so like if you don't want people going off track i get that there are rules but if you don't want people going off track why are you building this extra run out on the inside of like this gigantic u-turn um mm. it's just like begging for people to cross it it's just why would people cross it if it's not a shortcut though why build shortcuts into the track that are not needed so you're so you're saying you're taking the uh, again, approach. I, build walls everywhere if you don't want people to. Oh, uh, that was the Nicky Lauda. That was approach. a Nicky Lauda Mercedes oh, guy. Okay, I'm saying yeah, exactly. It's like why are we building this out? If we're talking about runoff on the outside, I get it for safety issues. But why are you building like extra track on the inside that's asphalt, that's smooth, that cars cars have grip on? Like I I get there are rules, but why are we building? Fair that? point. Fair point. I would love to see more grass and gravel and walls because I think there should be more penalties for inexperienced drivers. That's why street courses are amazing. Uh, street courses are great. Right. You want more grass, gravel, and, uh, walls. and walls. There's a lot of gravel on the U.S. Grand Prix track, I would say. Is there? I don't know. I saw a lot of people going to gravel. They've built out a lot more run out in recent years. Um, to help with, they don't want cars retired. They want them to get them back on track. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, 
I, I think there should be an extreme penalty for going off track, and I don't think it, it's great if it's left to the stewards because then there's discussions like this about it. Yeah. I think it should be natural penalties. Okay, that's fair. I would yeah, say. I think that's I mean, a better approach. When I watched that, it looked Raikkonen was coming right, Verstappen reacted to that, and then he didn't just follow him back left when Raikkonen. I, went I left. wouldn't have given a penalty. I don't, it sounds like no one. I like Raikkonen more than Verstappen. I wouldn't have given a penalty. That is just crazy. Like, it just seemed like it just seemed like a racing incident. Like Verstappen wasn't trying to cut in. Raikkonen was. Yeah, you don't. The surprised. worst. Sorry, the worst case scenario is that they crash. Yeah. So like. Yeah. Verstappen was trying to stay clear. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have given a penalty, but. Did anyone hear the his comments after the race? Max. Uh, yeah, I read him. I read about him. It's one, he, it's one idiot steward up there. Yeah. It, have, did you hear about the history? He, he got penalized Mexican. for this last year at the Mexican Grand Prix. Same steward. Mm. Mm. So he's got a vendetta. I, th- I think so. Yeah, some guy might... I mean, Yoss yeah. went off on that dude. Yeah, Yoss needs to get out of the race. Nobody I, I likes totally their agree. mommy or daddy defending them. But, but that's, that's, like his, that's his manager. Yoss is F1's LeVar Ball. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Maybe. Agreed. <laughs> That's a perfect wow. analogy. Back to the double. I'm the, surprised the, it wasn't a golf analogy out of you. <laughs> yeah, Eldrick, Eldrick Woods. Wood. Yeah, exactly. All right. Anyway. Jesus, guys. All right. Um, what, what, what's your take on this? Is that was that his Eldrick's? Take? Yeah. As the as the resident Ferrari man, what, yeah, you're the one who got. A I do take offense to what John said about. Kimmy looking like a psycho. That's true. Kimmy did handle it perfectly well. He was just standing there. What are you supposed to do? Hey, hey, I Max. do think there was some kind of oh, it was just so him picking up his third place hat and then having to take it off. That was just tremendous. See, <laughs> it was so wrapping <laughs> his brow with a special little towel and then just seeing all, just seeing Kimmy stand there and say, like, "Oh, they all wipe their brow with a towel." I need to leave now. Now and I'm going through that little dungeon, like little. I'm so happy that it's on re- on record because now I know you're a Verstappen hater, and I'm you not a hater. and you cannot root for him when he eventually goes to I, Ferrari. I, I do root for Max. I like him. I think he's great. But I but I do think that he broke the rules. Andrew, oh, yes. did you you watch that replay? Should he have been penalized? Be honest. I would have not penalized him. If I'm the steward, I'm not penalizing. Yes. But. John really annoyed me with that comment. <laughs> Kimmy Let's just remember creepy. that Andrew is the editor of the pod, so he'll just bleep out whatever he doesn't want on record. Absolutely. <laughs> In defense of this, Kimmy does look like a psycho. I think that's his shtick. <laughs> yes, but no more so. Like he didn't look like like more of a psycho. It was that. like they're looking at Max. They pan over, and Raikkonen's <laughs> just standing there. I mean, it was like John. If you were Kimmy, why would you intervene with Max and say, hey, that's my hat, give me it. You know what I would have said? I would have said, get Max out of that room before I step in there. John, it's like a WWE backstage. It was was so, like, it was perfect drama. What are you going to do? Interrupt that? That's what we're all watching for. Yeah, but I I, I would say I'm above the drama as a driver. All the viewers... Uh, Here comes Merle. He's coming to say goodbye. He's got his... What, what kind of dinosaur is was he wearing right now? Stegodactyl. Uh, well, this is a Stega, this is a Stegosaurus. There. Oh no. There. T Rex. He's got a. What's that? He's got a rhinoceros. That? I think that's that uh, that poison spinning thing from Jurassic no, Park. No, no, that's no. Not no. The... He's got a little that's rhino. A, that's on. an herbivore. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, that's an herbivore. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, Triceratops. Any any thoughts on what he's being for Halloween? Rob said nothing. He's being a pumpkin. We just tried it on. Oh, there you go. I said I'll take it. Rob said he doesn't like his pagan holidays. There were actually bets on the nanny share that Rob was going to do something combined with Marley, but I guess that's off. Should have dressed him up as a little football. He's being a pumpkin. We just tried it on. It fits. Oh, that's terrific, Merle. When's haircut number one happening? A couple of years from now? I think he should have shoulder-length hair for the rest of his life. (laughs) (laughs) Just rubbing it in his dad's face. (laughs) You, you can cut some of his hair off, Rob, and paste yeah. it on your own. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm waiting for the first haircut for. He's <laughs> looking, looking good with this haircut. Looking great. All right, say goodnight, Merle. Yeah, Merle. Yeah, I will. Good job. Not Merle. Yeah, I don't call you that. All right, let's move into a little fun part of the night. Um, you miss me? An extended pod here. We're going a little long. Your dad's back to work now. About time, (laughs) (laughs) Dad even gets a yeah. (laughs) Rob's back at work. He's driving to and from Burlington. Take us through your little car apps. All right. So, so my issue here is that I don't spend that much time commuting. How I I spend uh, thirty five minutes in the morning and forty minutes in the evening. That's not bad. With less than reasonable with reasonable traffic. Your carbon footprint's huge. But but I am driving a minivan around there, and I have to accelerate slowly because I don't want to just jazz my gas mileage there. So I'm trying to look for some way to change my mental state because I realize it's not that long of a commute all told. It's the method of my commute that's really getting to my mental state. So I'm, I'm uh, after two days. I'm well because it's it because it's a uh, a redo of my former commute when I used to work in Burlington. Yeah. So so I don't have any built-in PTSD. buffers. It's, exactly. Yeah. So I'm looking for some kind of way that I can pass the time more enjoyably. So I look at this as this is time for me. This is time to better myself. Uh, you know, if you're on the T, I would read. But I'm in the car. I gotta keep my eyes. How about an audiobook? Couple, yeah, couple suggestions. One, audiobooks. Two, there are not tapes, but uh, there are programs to have people read to you in Spanish and translate to English. (laughs) Three, get some high quality podcasts. One I would recommend that I've started listening to is More Perfect. It, oh, I thought you were going to say the F1 News. <laughs> no, obviously. Let it subscribe. Obviously, this one. But more perfect, they go through uh, landmark Supreme Court cases and talk about all the history of Ooh. it. It's really interesting. What's it called? More perfect. Can't recommend it. And how do, how, do so you get, how do you get a podcast? Oh, um, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll take that offline. <laughs> all right. Uh, what, what, one thing I'm interested in is learning to speak Spanish better. More well, better? More, more better. <laughs> Do you speak Spanish at all? Yeah. No. See. Sí. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, are there? <laughs> what I don't want to no, do is, is, is be streaming the whole way up there and back. Like download do, Duolingo. Here. Download here. Yeah, download. Download here. Play you can car. download. Download in Duolingo. Duolingo. No, Duolingo involves interaction that you should not be doing in the car. What, can you? Isn't it just speaking though? I can speak in the car. Why don't you download? No, you have to like book. tap pairs and you have to oh. type. Oh. Look for a podcast again. Look for a podcast that does Spanish. What about like an sure easy audio book in Spanish? Yeah, like a like a, not a obviously not a book no, a book like, like a, a children's book. There's like definitely book. stuff teen, for this for the car to yeah. learn Spanish. Like I'm positive. All right, in the podcast world and in. 
if you go to Amazon, I'm sure there's you're gonna have to buy it, but mm. I'm sure there's something like audio learning. I think you could you should meditate in car almost, you know. That is a maybe the best idea. Throw yeah, on a little you, uh, tantric yeah, music. You run a little too hot, I think, you know. Yeah. yeah. Like Vettel. And like and then you, you make these wild Facebook posts. You need to but ha- calm down. How do you clear your mind while also focusing on driving? I mean, I think that's the greatest accomplishment if you can do both. You know, one thing I, is, I think it's an If you just take 10 belly breaths, that really is supposed to lower think your Think about yes, what the low. other drivers around you are going through yes. in their lives. Who knows what they're doing? Imagine that. Instead of getting angry at them, just put say yeah. in there. All right, so instead of getting angry, angry at the driver, let me tell you what I saw today. Oh, boy. An 18-wheeler trying to take a left turn. He was on an incline coming out of a red light. So, tough situation for him. And he's swinging wide so it appears that he's going straight or maybe even right but he's got his blinker on this guy's a professional commercial driver and he starts swinging right swinging left sorry meanwhile the oncoming driver who has a red light has started to nose out as if he's going to take a right on red which maybe he thought was okay because the truck was angling the other way and the truck has to come to a complete stop on an uphill Uh. lays on the horn and so one vehicle gets through the intersection in the entire light cycle. It's the truck. <laughs> that it just, it just that really, sucks. it just really put me off. And I was like, well, I need, I need, I need a new commute. Anyone who's driven knows that's a move by truck drivers. They have you to have turn to right somewhere. to turn left. Right. And so, so if I'm thinking about what are the I'm other drivers thinking, I'm thinking this is a brain dead person who's probably better off dead. Oh, okay. Okay. this That's is why. Uh, let, let's move no, on. No, now we've got maybe, the shark. maybe their wife is pregnant and they have to get home. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, very, very empathetic. Potentially. Yeah. I, I have a also new. Do you know how long pregnancy lasts? Over nine months. Yeah, this, why do they this need to get home? Day. This is the day. Water wow. broke. All right. To happier news, um, <laughs> I'd like some last minute thoughts as we wrap up the pod here. Every, I want everyone's expectations for. The Renault powered teams in 2018. <laughs> Good topic. Do we expect the factory unit to have a perfect marriage? Do we expect the historic team, McLaren, to just magically pull it together? Or do we expect Red Bull, who is pretty consistent um, and and very Ren- frequently the best uh, aero package? Improvement. No yeah, Rob, why don't you take us away, Mr. McLaren? <laughs> All right. Uh, so I do expect Renault is apparently working on a qualifying mode for their engine, which is one of the benefits that the Mercedes engine supposedly has because this year. Because Red Bull asked for it. Yep. So um, there is hope that they will be more competitive in qualifying. I do think um, Red Bull has a great aero team, and... It's well known that the Red Bull team wants Formula One to go to an all-aero package or formula. Um, I I think that Renault is kind of sour on Red Bull after 2016 and all the trashing that they got. So I I don't know that there's going to be any help that goes to McLaren that's not going to go to Red Bull. But if there is, not totally surprised. I think that those teams are going to be. It's going to be a top. Eight by track Mercedes, Ferrari, Red Bull, McLaren. I think it's gonna be a top eight. It's gonna be mixed up. So you're putting McLaren up with the big boys, huh? Oh yeah, I think I think they're 
Renault has okay. Renault has already said they're not going to be challenging for podiums. Um, I don't think they're putting the money into it that McLaren is. Uh, I don't think they already have the experience in the arrow that McLaren does. So I'd say top eight varies by track. Mercedes is still going to... They're spending the by far and away... Well, no. Ferrari's spending the most, but... Mercedes is so good. Damn Mer- it. Mercedes and Ferrari are going to have the advantage on, aero, on power tracks and... Still. I think so. I think Renault is not going to be on their level next year. But I think it's going to be a top eight. I don't think that we're going to have a a one-two of Rosberg-Hamilton like we did 2016. We we don't have that this year. Right. But I think it's going to be even better. I think it's going to be three, four drivers up there. I think you see Ricardo Verstappen... In in the hunt at the end of the end of next season. I mean that's cute that you think Ricardo's up there, but I mean <laughs> he's one of the best drivers in F one. Yeah, I I, hmm. I think it's gonna be a real slugfest between Red Bull and Ferrari next year. I think Mercedes still has the lead. I mean Lewis has the lead. I think I think McLaren could be like uh Yeah, I agree. I, I I'm Slotting, I'm, not at the beginning of the year, but by definitely by mid-year, I'm putting McLaren as the easily the fourth, maybe they're challenging for third best team. Williams is pathetic. Yeah, what happened to them? They used to be good. <laughs> they used to be contenders. I'm just when they brought Massa back, it was stupid. But they had to. Why? He's Who else are they going to have try for them? Some other a hole. I don't know. Massa is the Brett Favre of Formula One. I think he's the. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of a Boston sports uh, member. He's a Paul Pierce. <laughs> Just can't kill him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, I think that we're going to be pretty much stuck in the same order until 2021 when the engine yeah, formula that changes. That stinks. I hope it's not true. No, because it's it's not. As there's greater convergence, there's more challenging. We well, we, you just said they were going to be stuck in the same order. But we collectively got into the sport, except for John, in 2015. When did John get into the sport? 2014, 05. maybe. He said he's been 05. in for 20 for 20 years. Yeah, I've been watching. Um, I've been watching the races for a little um, bit. Yeah, and that was the beginning of the hybrid era. So I think that in 2021, like this year, we had a, a new arrow package, and that shook it up a little bit. But um, 2021 is going to be a huge shakeup. So I think that we're kind of in for greater convergence. will be more competition until 2021. You guys probably don't remember when they used to... They weren't they weren't allowed to change tires. You guys probably don't remember that. But. Do you remember when they could refuel? Yeah, I do. <laughs> so uh, what, what, where's everybody watching the race this weekend? Uh, at home. At home. I got, a, I got live. I got visitors. Should we do a... Did we just create a race watch? Yeah. Race watch? Shoot! Where Wait, is it, it's the afternoon, right? Yeah. Where will you be? All right, Mexico. I'll be back. I have a wedding in Drake's. Oh my! But oh, I will Wait, make sure we're back. Sunday wedding? No, it's Saturday night. Oh, okay. You'll be but back. There's brunch and stuff. We'll be back. Katie O'Brien's staying with me this weekend. Ooh. You guys know she's in town? <laughs> yep, I did. <laughs> New man. Where do we want it? Washington. Hey. What time uh, is the race? Huge BC again. Andrew, what time is the race? Uh, Can we look that up right I'm now? Say, I'm gonna say three. I'm gonna say two. I'm gonna say two. I'm gonna say three. Because I would love, uh, Southie, no disrespect, but I would love to do it here because I would cook you guys up some. 
fajitas or whatever. Fajitas or I'd love to do it in Andrew's place. It's at three o'clock. No, I win. Because yeah, you guys haven't it's watched the new place. I've never watched Formula One in Andrew's place. But do we trust Andrew? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hard to trust a guy like that. <laughs> Who has a history of not recording the races? Who? All right. Trust anyway, yeah, let's, let's organize a little. We'll set it up. We'll, you know what, guys? Yeah, we're gonna put it. We're gonna put it in the newsletter. Uh, we are gonna finish out the the newsletter for this year. Um, let us know if you need the newsletter for next year. We're leaning towards not having one, but we want to <laughs> have reader feedback. Moving towards so, all audio. Let all us know. Well, no, and let us know. Blog posts. No, and a blogs. traditional blog. Yeah, where we just have. Blog. Yeah, let us Posts. know. Let, give us your feedback on the newsletter. Good stuff. And Charlie has to uh, ask his roommates, uh, his two additional roommates, if he can watch this weekend. Okay. I forgot about that for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Bye for now. Bye. I'm out! Crash! Somebody hit me in the rear, turn two, and then somebody hit me in the rear again in turn three. For sake. Honestly, what the are we doing here?